Hey Jameson, how are you doing? Really good, man. <laughs> but it sounds like we're talking quietly. <laughs> oh shit. All right, you ready to knock into this thing? Yeah. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Jameson on the Rocks podcast. Today I have with me Mr. Sam Groveman. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing, man? It's great to see you again. It's been too long. Yeah. I can't even remember when the last time I saw you was. I feel like maybe it was Big Chungus at 40 Watt Club. Yep. Over. No, I feel like it was at the Georgia Theater. Oh, you're probably right. You were working there. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. I remember that. That was a fun night. You guys played great that night. It was either, I was either playing with the Orange Constant or I think it might have been with Big Chungus opening up for. Oh, that's true. Underground Springhouse. That's true. That was a great show. We're going to talk about all these, man. We we better better not jump the gun here. Yeah. All right, give me a little brief intro. You're the premier drummer in Athens, Georgia. Um, give me a little intro on how you got drumming, how you got started playing, some influences, all that good stuff. Sure. That is a long one. <laughs> That's a lot. I'm sorry. sorry. No, no. I'm excited. Uh, I, I mean, I could take it pretty far back to, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I, my parents wanted me to play an instrument, and they had me play, take piano lessons. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I was like, I don't want to play an instrument. And then I remember in fourth grade, you had to play an instrument. You know, you were either in orchestra, uh-huh. chorus, or band. And I was like, I do not want to play an instrument. And <laughs> they put ironic. me in c- chorus. And then in fifth grade, uh, everybody was playing Guitar Hero. Mm. And that was like, for some reason, it was cool to play so Guitar appealing. Hero. Yeah. And Guitar Hero 3 came out, and I was like, I want to play that. It looks fun. And like. <laughs> I th- I guess I thought it was cool, so yeah. then I got it, and then I got obsessed with it, and I would play it every day, and I got pretty good at it, and was like playing an expert within a year Hell or two, yeah. and I got all the games, and then I was like, honestly, I want to play an instrument now, and so that was a big influence on me, and my cousin Amy, you know, up in, up in uh, Long Island, New York, mm-hmm. I remember I went over to her, to my Aunt Lisa's house, and she had a drum set upstairs and I'd play rock band Beatles and I'd play the beat, you know, and I'd like play it on the rock band drum kit and then I'd go upstairs and figure it out on her kit. And that's interesting. Yeah. So was it straight from the start, just like drums or it took you a minute to get there, right? You went guitar first. I was debating between guitar and drums and I actually think that that was a big part of it. And then also I remember hearing this because I listened to a lot of hip-hop when I was in middle school, and I remember hearing this Blink-182 song. It was First Date um, yeah, good song. on the game. <laughs> and I was like, this band is cool. And I literally became obsessed with them. And then I went up to my sister, and I was like, do you know this band? And she's like, yeah, of course. She's like, you need to check out their drummer. He's amazing, Travis Barker. And then I just like became obsessed with Travis Barker. Like Love I got it. his drumsticks. I had a yeah. Blink-182 shirt. And, and then I was like, okay, I want to play drums, you know, there's that, and <laughs> that's interesting. I feel like he's really been, uh, Travis has really been pretty beneficial to our generation drum wise. He's insane, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Still is, man. I love listening to him. He's top three for me. I don't know who your favorites are, but we'll get to that. That's awesome though. So first date got you playing drums. Yep. And I used to just play to play to Blink-182 albums Hell yeah. all the time. Uh, obviously probably wrong because <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. Then, then you start taking lessons at some point. Yeah, I started okay. taking lessons in middle school also. Um, a guy named Jeff Macko. Jeff Macko. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, heard of, no, should I have? Uh, you know, I, I don't think so. Uh-huh. I do remember one time he said to me, he was like, he's like, yeah, I've never had a drummer, uh, drum student, like, pursue drumming as a career. And I, he, we kind of stopped talking. So if you ever hear this, thanks, Jeff. Shout I, out, Jeff. I, I'm, I'm doing I that. So. that. Yeah, he probably wants to know this. He'd probably be ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> you need to find him, track him down, and send this to him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's somewhere in Atlanta. That's awesome, man. Well, you all right, so say you play drums for a while, then eventually I assume you get to some band action? Or how long does it take? Um, you, I wanted to play in a band since I was in eighth grade. Yeah. You know, and, and I jammed a few people it never really worked out mm-hmm. um and then as they do you know what i mean yeah and then my friend ivan ivan bacariso he's mm-hmm. he's actually goes to uj right now he's a trombonist uh at the time he was playing keys and singing and they needed a drummer for a beatles cover band really yeah and i was in the drum line and he was like we should head out my friend sam you know i've known him since i was eight years old mm-hmm. uh and I got a message on Facebook, and uh, they actually didn't want me in the band for at first because uh, 
Well, I'm not going to actually say why. <laughs> so, leave it up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be decided upon why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not nothing. Nothing bad. They just thought I. Was, they thought I was a stoner. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's really it. They and it. Uh, but then we ended up hanging out, and we were all cool. And yeah, so we played, and then we all just became best buds, and yeah. and started a band. And we started making original music, and then me and Miguel, Miguel Serna. I actually just saw him a couple of days ago. We we did a jujitsu class together. Uh, he was like, we we both still wanted to play music because that band broke up. So we started a band called Canvas, and it Canvas. was a like post rock band. Interesting. And it was so much fun. So I did that yeah. until my freshman year of college, and then I moved to Athens. Are you then, playing a lot of gigs with that band, or are you just like playing around? We were town? playing a lot of gigs. Yeah, that, that was like my first gigs that I played. Yeah. Actually, I mean, my first gig was at a place called Swayze's. It was Swayze's. it was an empty room. Uh, I think uh, magician opened up for us. So interesting. But what, he was good. He was good. Good magician. Was, yeah, he was a good. You magician. got a name drop on him? No, I do not. But he was good. <laughs> we played some weird gigs. That's high That's school awesome. gigs for you, man. Yeah, high school yeah. gigs are different. John was telling me about this. He said he played the Macy's department store, John Cherry. I really? Like, I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's great. So yeah, anyway, so that moves you along. Then you moved to Athens from Atlanta, I assume? Yep. Where, okay. So you moved to Athens. You're like, all right, I'm here at the Music Mecca. What did you do then? Did you instantly find a band or you, you float around for a while or what's happening? I actually quit drums for really? a few months. Yeah. Wow. Hung it up? Um, well, you see, when I, when I was in high school... Uh, all I wanted to do was play drums and be in a band. And I remember, like, I just, man, I didn't focus in school. Like, yeah. I, I didn't care about school. And uh, it was my senior year, and I had this meeting with my parents and my counselors, and I think one of the assistant principals was there, and they were like, what are you doing next year? And I'm like, you know, they're like, you, you haven't played, you haven't taken your SATs, you've got a really low GPA, uh -huh. and, you know, and I was like, I just want to play drums and, and play with my band and go on tour. Heard that. And they they were like, you can't do that. You, no, they did it. Yeah, they're like, you're gonna you're gonna fail. You know, like I remember my counselor. She was like, I used to be a manager for a band, and you know they failed. Like it's the odds are one in a million, and you know you need to go to school and get a degree. Damn. And you know, I was like, at the moment, I was like okay, I'll give it a shot. And my friend told me about <laughs> Athens and how it's a good music scene. So I, I, I started taking school pretty seriously when I, yeah. when I got here. Um, and then I couldn't, I didn't have a place to practice. So that's why I kind of stopped drumming. And, uh, I remember I got a Martin guitar mm -hmm. and then start playing more guitar. Cause my neighbors would complain even about the drum pad, you know? Really? Yeah. So I stopped drumming for like three months. That is the bummer with the drums. I guess it's so loud. You have to really have a good place to practice, right? Yeah, something that other instrument, other uh, musicians don't really have to deal with. I guess like guitars, you just unplug it or whatever. You know, keep it down low. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, well, the good news is you proved them wrong because you're a fucking touring musician, my friend. Yeah, how does that feel? Feel pretty good. That's cool. I, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I, I think it was. I think it's good that I went to college for a little bit, and yeah. uh, so I think everything falls into place. But think so. you know, I, I called my brother one time, or we were talking on the phone. He's like, "How's drumming going?" I was like, "Oh, stop." He's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> how dare you so yeah so i got better at guitar that you know around that time and then uh i was at nucci space and there's a guy named gene i think he still works there if i'm not mistaken but he's he's a good dude I saw older him. fella shorter guy yep i feel like he does still work there yeah yeah really good dude and i was we were just chatting and i was like yeah i play drums i don't have a place to play though he's like nucci space and i was like oh so then I started going to Nucci Space because, mm -hmm. you know, if y'all don't know, Nucci Space is a place in Athens that uh, you can rent out rooms and rehearse with bands. And it's it's also a lot more than that. They yeah. have um, whole mission statement and everything. Exactly. They, they help put people out. Great place. Just fantastic. Yeah. So I would just go there every day and practice and uh, kind of continue drumming. Just by yourself in there a lot of days? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. Interesting. So, and then just renting rooms out and hanging out? Yeah. And then eventually I transferred to UGA, and uh, yeah, that was about it. Where'd you there. go to school originally? UNG? Yep. Okay, cool. That's a good method. That's pretty much what I did. I did Athens Tech, though. That's yeah. the way to do it, man. You slide yep. in there with them bad high school grades. I had them, too. You know what I mean? You slide yeah. right over to UGA. Exactly. And when you went to UGA, did you like, uh, was it like a culture shock for you? Were you like, oh, here's a bunch of musicians now? Or did you do music business or take any classes like that or anything? 
No, I didn't take music business, actually. Interesting. Uh, I didn't know that. I thought uh, you were a music business guy. Mm-mm. Interesting. So how does this get you to what would be your first band in Athens? Do you do you recall? I was really just playing gigs with Jeffrey Vernon for a while. Goat legend. Yeah. That's awesome. I saw him last night. I, I played with uh, Aspen Ananda last night, and he oh, came out yes, to the I show. I meant to mention this. How was that? Dude, it was awesome. Really? It was, it was so much fun. I love playing with Aspen. It like, looked like such a great crowd, man. Yeah. And Eddie's Attic's just cool. I've never been there. Me neither. That was my first time. Really? Up in Decatur. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, wow. Everything went great? Smoothly? Dude, it was it was so much fun. I mean, I I just couldn't take a smile off my face, really? man. Yeah, That's was, awesome. Those are the best gigs. Yeah. Well, what's cool about her, too, is that I really enjoy her music, too. And she's also Me just well. a cool person, you know? So like, cool. So cool. And really easygoing. Some people are very particular about drums, which I totally understand. You know, they're like, I want the beat like this. Yeah. And they're like, what did you do right there? You know, like before we went on last night, I'm, I go up to ask her, I'm like, hey, what do you think about just like instead doing this during the song? She's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like she's very easygoing. She's so laid back. Yeah. yeah very nice young lady. I'm yeah. Very big fan. She, I was bummed I couldn't make it last night. I just came, got back from Hilton Head yesterday. So I texted her. I was like, man, I'm really bummed I can't make it. But what a great lineup. Great band. Yeah. You, Kelly, uh, the guy on the sax. I can't think of his name. Jacob Sabaji. Jacob's, yes. He's also a Chungus man, correct? Yes, sir. It's just a quality lineup. I'm sure it was good, fantastic. Good friend of mine, man. Uh, Jacob's a good dude. He seems to be an incredible sax player, too. He is dude. an incredible seems sax so player. Good. He's, he's, so, so much fun to play with and jam with. Yeah. How long did you guys play for? Uh, we played, I felt like an hour and a half to two hours. Nice. I actually don't remember. That's awesome. How'd you like Eddie's Attic? I've never been there. Really cool spot. Really cool? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's kind of like acoustic-y place, right? Like, isn't it like the singer? Yeah. Like John Mayer used to play there and stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. I had the full kit, though, there. Yeah. S- even the SPD out. pad, doing some snaps. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. We're Aspen, gonna have to get into that. Aspen loves the snaps, and I, I like them, too. I, I it's think one of those fit. black pads, like the, the yep. six pad. Those are cool. We're, we need to talk about that, because I think that stuff's interesting. And yeah. We'll get there, all right? All right. So that's a big rundown. Everybody go check out Aspen Ananda if you get a chance. She's fantastic. Just released a new EP. She did, and it's great. I, I love it. I play drums on... Uh, Every song, I think, except for success. Really? That's yeah. awesome, man. Good for you. That's great. Sounds great, dude. Thanks. I noticed the audio quality is top tier. Like, she's yeah. really, really well, she, came she into She recorded with uh, Tommy. Oh, of course. Sounds great. I like, um, oh, man. What's the one I like? Maybe it's Closure. Did you play on Closure? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. That's fun. Anyways, moving along. Any other bands that you'd like to note between here and the Orange Constant? The Orange Constant's your main gig, right? Yep. Okay, cool. So what what else? Anybody else you're playing with other than Jeffrey? At the moment, uh, no, no, no. Like before Orange Constant, we're still on the timeline. We're getting there. You know what I mean? When does the Orange Constant become a, a thing with you? Uh, that kind of happened when I was a sophomore in college. Um, it, actually, so I had a couple jobs when I was in college, and I remember I was working at Smoothie King one time <laughs> at one point, and. Uh, kind of left Smoothie King, uh, and I was like, man, it would be really cool to just make money playing music while I'm in college. You know, I remember my... So cool. I remember one of my teachers talking about how he did that, and I was like, that would be fun. Be like, awesome. you know, I like smoothies, but this would be, that would be cool too. <laughs> and uh, uh, so basically, I went on Craigslist, because when I first moved to Athens and I really wanted to be in a band, I would check Craigslist every day mm-hmm. looking for a band and then never found anything. And then I, I think actually I met up with a few people, but yeah. never nothing that I really wanted. And then I saw this ad and it was like, looking for a serious drummer. We play over 100 shows a year and tour and Damn. whatnot. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. But <laughs> let's jam and see how this goes. So then I, I basically sent them an email and then I talked to Andrew on the phone for a little bit. Mm-hmm listened to their music and then went over and played with Tyler and Andrew Brantley. Uh, we did it. We just jammed. And I remember it being a good jam. Like yeah. we jammed for like 20 minutes. And uh, then basically after that, Nicholas joined and I jammed with Nicholas. Uh, Nick, I like Nick. He's yeah. He's a nice guy. I was a little bit bummed when we were gonna do the when you were gonna come in, but you couldn't make it that time. Yeah, I'm sorry him. about that. No, it's okay. No, I was just like, man, I can't wait to get Sam. But then you texted me. I was like, yes, we could still get Sam on here. <laughs> but I was pleasantly surprised. Nick's a very smart guy. He's awesome. Oh yeah, super sweet guy. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Yes, he is a wise guy. I mean, so at this point, uh, they didn't have a drummer. I guess they had a drummer before you. They, they played, did. Yeah, they did. But um, 
he ended up leaving and they tried out some drummers and uh yeah so then i i jammed with uh chris was the final step of like approval i guess so uh-huh. it was finally like nick had jammed with me tyler had jammed with me and andrew um and then they added chris and then gotcha. that was the lineup the lineup was complete and when I always, is this? this is what 2018 20, 2017, 2017? I, I was 19 at the time uh, um so i was i was a lot younger than them too so that was a big deal and how i was in school and mm-hmm. uh chris, i always joke with chris about this if he listens to this but like <laughs> he had a very serious look and i think he he wasn't so sure about it because you know i was in college and whatnot which i totally understand and yeah yeah uh you know i met him he's like hey how's it going man and then i sent him the kit and I just remember we're playing, I think we were playing The Fountain, or maybe we were playing Emily, and I start playing, and then he looks up with me in the, with the keys, because he used to play <laughs> in front of me in, in that band house, and he had this smile on his face, he's like, and uh, then, The seal of approval, right yeah, there, right? Yeah, and I remember us going outside, and if it wasn't this rehearsal or the next one, he was like, yeah, you know, I think, I think the band's going to have you join, and Andrew used to talk to me about that, and he's like, I just want you to know, man, like you get into like being in a band and touring is hard you know it's yeah. not that easy you know i know it looks, it. i know it looks really cool i was like it's cool though <laughs> <laughs> super cool yeah well that's awesome man you have a pretty good memory on that kind of stuff um yeah he, he was kind of like uh all of them were in different ways but he was a, like kind of like a mentor to me at that time you know and we lived with each other the next year yeah okay yeah i bet say like just from from an onlooker's perspective i figured you guys just knew each other your whole life you look like just best friends out there man mm-hmm it just seems like it. you guys kind of look alike sometimes too. Like you just like all have the similar brand going on. Very nice. Oh, dude, we Is always that purposeful. No, <laughs> we are just like all boring dudes when it comes to dressing up. Like we always have this problem of like three of us wearing three button shirts. Yeah, yeah, the flannel. The flannel, yeah. Like we, we don't, you know. I love it. It's you guys. At least it's real. You know what I mean? It looks yeah. like you guys. It's awesome. Uh, do you do you remember your first gig with them or anything? Any early yeah, gigs? Yeah, I do remember my first Did gig. Did you guys with them. practice for a while and get out there? We or? practiced for a while. Um, it was really interesting because it was opening up for CBDB. Wow, and that's your first gig. Yeah, and I saw them the day before. They had played with their their drummer's last gig, the old drummer uh, Lee. Uh, it was at Livewire, mm-hmm. and it was with CBDB too. So CBDB saw the transition of drummers like one night they played with the old drummer and yeah. then my first gig was with them and it was in uh august no it wasn't augusta sorry it was in uh rome georgia rome okay yeah what venue rome brewing company i don't know what it was it's been a while yeah that's interesting since then you guys have played a shit ton of shows haven't you yeah you yeah. guys are a working band I, I respect that you guys go to alabama where what's the farthest you guys have been do you know uh either colorado or boston wow colorado where did you play there uh, we played a couple of shows in Denver and then Colorado Springs. That that's, was a that was a long one, man. That's like, a that damn a drive, man. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting tour. How, how do you like the road? I you love big it. Fan? Yeah, I miss it. You yeah. know, I mean, I mean, like obviously, right now we're just playing around the southeast. I'll mm-hmm. be in Nashville uh, tomorrow. Really, tomorrow? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna head up there early and see my brother and my sister, and then uh, Thursday I'm playing a show in Nashville, and then Friday I'll play Chattanooga, and then Nashville on Saturday. So, All Orange Constant shows? Yep. Okay, yeah. awesome. What venues do you know? I'm just curious where you guys play. Uh, it's Thursday, Yeehaw Brewing. And we've played a lot of places in Nashville. You know, we play like basement stuff, but uh-huh. it's, it should be cool. It's a big outdoor stage. And uh, Friday, I don't remember what it's called. I think Chattanooga Brewing Company. Company. And then Saturday, we're playing... Uh, honestly, I'd have to look. <laughs> I, I'm the worst about that stuff. Yeah, on the road. Yeah. yeah, they're just they're just shows to you, man. You just show up and play them. A lot of times, it. man. Oh, speaking of the basement, is the basement out of commission? I think it it uh didn't it get tore down or something? That hurricane that hit, you remember that? A few yeah, ago? I think so. A tornado wrecked one of them. I think that's very cool that you guys go play everywhere. I remember we talked about this at the theater one time. You uh, you guys were playing the theater and you just got back from Alabama that day. Like just yeah. drove back from the booth. I think you played. Mm-hmm. How do you like the booth? Do you play there a lot? booth in tuscaloosa yeah tuscaloosa um it's all right i would (laughs) it's it kind of reminds me of a frat house but a bar interesting yeah have you guys done the fraternity circuit i'm sure you have right yeah i mean we played a fraternity event this friday actually Mm. or last friday how did it go it was cool the, the interesting thing about it was uh it was like 
hippie night or something. Uh-huh. So everybody had Grateful Dead shirts on. And we're like, oh, cool. Like, this is a heady crowd. Like, we can yeah. play, like, jam stuff and, like, you know. And then you start playing, like, popular jam songs and, like, no one recognizes it. And you're like, you're just all wearing this to be cool. <laughs> yes. Like, Posers. Great. <laughs> I bet the Grateful Dead makes so much money off of merchandise for, for fraternities wearing their <laughs> shirts that's it's, hilarious it's really man. interesting to me man that's you, like you the... guys play a lot of a like a diverse range of covers though when every time i've seen you at the theater it's been like all kind of shit like rock songs pop songs like funky songs like jam songs all kind of shit mm-hmm. would you say that's true yeah i think it's just we all ha- come from different musical backgrounds so yeah. yeah how does that work do you guys like you just picking like um like are you guys like how do you pick songs to play? You know what I mean? Like when you're doing like a fraternity gig per se, do you guys like we all try just and get read, together or we try and read the crowd and think about where we're playing uh, gotcha. a lot of times, but, uh, um, I would say I don't really write many set lists. I might write a set list Thursday just cause my, it's my first time my brother is seeing it, seeing yeah. us. So I might be like, Hey guys, I want to write a set list. And <laughs> they usually are pretty into it when I write a set list cause I rarely write it. So, mm-hmm. I think when people, when different people write solos, it makes a more unique show sometimes. I think so. Do you guys always stick to it, or are you like, are you like just mid-show, like, oh, you know what we should hit him with right now? Let's do this. Sometimes we definitely change up the set list. You know, we're still trying to figure out no set list, set list. Mm-hmm. We usually, for big shows, we play a set list. and uh, But sometimes you're like in an improv section, and Tyler will start teasing like a song, and you're like, Oh yeah, and we all yeah. rock eyes, and so sometimes you know you add different things, or we're like, let's add a dancey cover right now. Let's get people dancing, you know. So yeah. or dancey song, you know, that we have because we have a lot of more danceable songs. Uh, so it's really in the moment. Sometimes we, I would say, most of the time we don't completely stick to the set list. Interesting. I noticed that about you guys at the theater. I was just watching because I was working that night. I was like, man, these guys make a lot of eye contact. Like you guys are like always looking at each other, like kind of diagnosing things, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, definitely. I remember we were okay. Just uh, when you when I worked at the George Theater and um, we it would be like a fraternity gig and we'd all be like uh, uh like getting ready for it or whatever. We'd be like, oh man, I hope it's a good band tonight. And like a couple times it was you guys. I was like, oh thank God, yes, it's gonna be a good night. Yeah, you guys are just so much fun to watch and like that's really all we had to do those nights. And um, you guys, let me think. You came out there and you sound checked, and then you we were just like sitting around. You came out there and you were just beating the shit out of them drums right before you went on. You know what I mean? Nobody was there yet. They're about to open the doors. You just got out there and beat the shit out of them for like thirty seconds. I was like, damn, he can play. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> Very good stuff. How did you like? Is there like are you learning off YouTube? Like, are you still like in the process of like learning rhythms and stuff? Is that the right way to put it? Do you get what I mean? Um, I think I'm always learning, and I always will be. That's great. Uh, just like any musician should honestly be mm-hmm. uh working on the craft exactly right? yeah and you seem to be really like uh like technical like you can read music can't you drums mm-hmm. and whatnot yeah not a lot of drummers can really it seems like right would you say that's true yeah i i tell all my students i'm like look it's so much easier than all the other instruments really yeah i, I could teach someone how to read drum music in an hour i think like basic stuff yeah. i mean obviously you're not gonna learn how to play like roles and stuff but <laughs> masterpieces the, yeah i mean i i was i was with my buddy at a i think we were at a taco mac and he knew how to play a little bit of drums and i was like well this is here and this is here and and i wrote it on a napkin and the mm-hmm. next thing you know he's reading the beat within like really? now i'm not saying everybody learns that quick but i think learning reading drums is easier uh than Cause you don't have then other instruments like piano or something. Cause you don't have keys. You don't yeah. have, it's just the drum, this drum is here. The symbol is here. And interesting. it's more so, rhythmic. And you, rhythmic. you probably learned that from, uh, you said you were in drumline, correct? In high school. I, my teacher taught me, uh, before then, uh, but yeah, I was in drumline. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did that help you any, or did it translate over? Would you it, say it? It definitely helped me with rudiments and, uh, like rolls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I still love that stuff. I still look at it all the time. Like, look at some blue devils and blue coats, man. Uh, you just just learn it all the time. I respect yeah, that. It I, seems like it. I try to. You know, I, I still have teachers and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, that's the great thing about today, you know, with uh, social media is, like, your favorite drummers, you can just message them on Instagram half really? the time and be like, hey, lesson? And they're like, sure. And, really? Yeah. That's interesting. I never really thought about doing that. That's yeah. super interesting. That's very cool. So all of that, when do you start? I assume you joined, you said you joined in 2017. Mm-hmm. So what's the first um, 
Orange Constant record that you play on? Is it Peel? Yep. Okay, awesome. I love the whole record. It's great, man. First single was Prisoner. Prisoner. Yeah, it was an instrumental song. It's like a dance tune. I have seen that one. I'm going to have to look back at that one. It was a single off Peel? No, it was actually before. Um, it was with John Keane. Uh, it's like a electronic kind of dance tune. John Keane, the REM producer? Yep. I read about this in you guys' uh, Spotify bio a few months ago, I think. And that that was the only... Did he make uh, Peel as well? Yep. Oh, awesome. How do you like working with him? Great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a legend, you know? Yeah. Where do you guys record at again? At his house. Oh, really? Yeah, his wow. studio. He lives under his studio. So upstairs is the studio, and then downstairs is where his <laughs> Priorities, <family lives>. man. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet, and he's he's... He's got a cool place. That's awesome. Did you guys, Um, how long did it take you to make the record? I, I love the record. It, it was great. For, took a long time. Really? You yeah, guys, did I mean, you? We, were, we were pretty busy touring, so mm-hmm. we like we would re- record for a few days, and then a couple weeks later, a couple months later, we'd record for a few days, and it was kind of that process, and we even just did that. We're, we're recording a single with uh, Tommy Trotwine right mm-hmm. now. Um, We're kind of still doing that same process of like every couple of days, you know, like working with. on it when you can yeah and did you do your drums to a click track or are you guys playing together uh i think most of them were to a click track uh-huh and you lay drums down first i guess and then you guys build upon that most of them were together actually really interesting yeah. very cool interesting I, I think stuff like that's cool do you have a favorite song on the record i'd be curious to hear this favorite drum segment or anything i think reach is probably my favorite song that's the first song that i wrote with the band mm-hmm. um that's probably my favorite, honestly. Yeah. I, I like Reliance too. Oh, me too. Um, Rean Chronic too. Rean Chronic's got fun drums, but I think song wise, probably Reach. Interesting. Very cool. I, I like Reliance. I like Far From Home. What you asked for was the was the four I wrote down and Go, of course, and Banana. I like nice. all of them, dude. It sounds really consecutive. And the vinyl, dude. The vinyl came out great. You guys did a sick vinyl with the with the yellow. Oh yeah, cool cover, man. God, yeah. it looks so sick. I hate I didn't get one. Thanks, man. But um, how did you guys do that? Didn't you do a limited run or something? Yeah, it's through a company called Crates. Crates. Crates oh, with nice. a Q. With a Q. Yeah. Q R, A T S. A T E S. Crates. Yep. <laughs> it looks great, man. It um, and I guess people pre-ordered them. I assume. Mm-hmm. Interesting. See, I wanted to get one, but I was hurting for money at the time. I was like, man, I just can't. I can't right now, but I'll get one one day. <laughs> I got I got two just in case. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I don't know. House burns down. Yeah. Although if the house burns down, they'll probably get both. But <laughs> I just wanted to get two. That's so. respectable. Respectable. You got to gotta have backups. My, I love it, man. Did you, you have a favorite live one to play, or would it be the same as your favorite one? Um, I think one of my favorite ones is a song called From the Grave, which will probably never be recorded. I don't want to say never because you never know, but uh, it's a song that we play and it's like a funky tune and it's just so much fun to play on the drums. And then I get a little solo at the at the end of it. And then after my solo, it always goes into improv. So that song is just like the big question mark for me it's it's always like a big adventure yeah so i I always enjoy playing that one that's awesome let's get a live version of that thing going yeah yeah (laughs) you guys have never dropped a live record i'm surprised about that yeah we've been we've been talking about it oh man you guys would make a great live record at the theater or something yeah live at at the georgia theater or live at warehouse or something i don't know it'd be cool Mm -hmm. wouldn't it you guys do you are you into stuff like that live records oh yeah i love it man yeah that's awesome me too i really like uh, watching band videos on YouTube and shit like from the 80s and stuff and 70s whatever I think stuff like that's really appealing but yeah speaking of the warehouse how did you guys warehouse show go you played were you opening for somebody or were you we're the headliner it was just us uh, it was great man I mean it felt good to be playing in Athens again yeah this was the first one back correct uh huh and um, you guys played uh, like a two hour set or I think it was a two hour set hell yeah man you guys played uh, mostly covers or originals mostly originals oh we, very cool we always throw in a little a few covers but we try and make them our own you know I think give we'll, them that spice yeah I think we'll always do that we'll always have covers I think it just it's a nice moderation for anybody there who doesn't exactly know you I think you mm-hmm. might as well like you owe it to them to play one or two you might even well. if even if they were coming to our show you know like uh you know, like like Umphrey's is a huge band. They still play mm-hmm. covers, like yeah. But they make their covers unique. Them, to, yeah, yeah, them exactly. I think we'll always do that. I respect that. How do you? What do you think about the warehouse sound and everything? Uh, lights and everything, the whole experience. Because that, that was your first time playing there, right? I can't. I I remember there was one thing. I can't remember if it was like, oops, 
<laughs> I can't remember what it was. I think maybe it was like one light that was just too much in my eyes. But I mean, that that happens, dude. You play shows and there's just like, you're trying to communicate with the bassist and there's just like a big thing of smoke in front of your face and you're like, hey, all right, can you see me? Do you ever have any trouble hearing your bandmates? Because I know you guys are stuck there in the back sometimes. I mean, I guess you have a monitor, but have you ever had any trouble with that? Not as much anymore with in-ear monitors. Um, oh, you guys are running in-ears? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. How do you like those? Great. I used them last night with Aspen. I, I always use them uh, when I can. How hard is it to set it up? Really easy. For me, at least. I mean, So you've got your own set and you just give it to the sound guy or something? Give him the receiver? He just, he just gives me an XLR and then I've got a little box with the XLR in and then wow. good to go. That's awesome. Then you tweak it on there. How does the tweak, like, you know what I mean? What you're hearing. So you, there's just a volume knob. And then I tell him, I do mono with, with the in-ears. And then I just tell him what I want in my ears when he when uh, he yeah, comes around. Just like the monitor. You wow. Would... That's super appealing. I'm, I'm super interested in stuff like that. Because John Cherry was telling me that the AFTM's running this, like a similar rig, you know, just in-ears. I was like, seems like all the pro guys are kind of switching over to that. Once The bigger they get, of course. Because I guess the smaller venues, it's more trouble. You know what I mean? I love it, man. I, I mean, it's you get to hear your drums too in your ears, <laughs> which you would think like, why do you need to hear your drums? But it really does help with the in ears, especially because they they cancel a lot of noise. Really? So yeah. it's kind of like earplugs too. Oh yeah, they cancel. They're they're really good for protecting your protecting your ears too. That's interesting. All right, let me make sure this camera's still going. I always like to check halfway through. Oh yeah, looking good. Nice. <laughs> I've had a couple episodes where I went up and looked and it wasn't recording, so I was like, oh, "Better, better keep checking for the mm. for the sake of my guest." Totally understand. <laughs> but yeah, it's going great, man. Um, Orange Constant. So, do you have anything? Are you guys working on new music? Working on new show? Well, you said you got shows coming up. Are you guys working on new music? Or are you gonna promote the record a little more? We're recording a song right now. Um, I'm not gonna say the name. <laughs> Big secret. Yeah. Now we'll, I want to we'll know even it. more. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of my marketing my marketing plan. <laughs> We're gonna drop a clip of this before it comes out. A little teaser. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I recorded a song with Tommy, and I just you know I actually saw Aspen record with him or played drums on her song. And I was like, mm -hmm. this guy's good. So then I recorded my song with him, mm -hmm. and then I told the band, I was like, we got to record with Tommy. Like he's got yeah. magic coming out of this this house. You know, he's I, really I, made a name for himself really quick with like just making every record in town it seems like it's kind of crazy yeah good for him i love a lot of the artists that are coming out too, too you know so. i thought you made you, you're referring to running running Excuse uh me. yeah yeah i thought you made that with jeff though Wouldn't no I, I made brothers i made that so i did a demo with jeff and then uh, jeff co-produced it at tommy's cool okay nice yeah. little duo there yeah yeah, yeah. i'm was, excited about awesome. jeff studio have you been over there well you've been over there to yeah do the demo, I, right? I, I go there all the time oh man it's been I, a little bit i've been pretty busy lately but I'll, yeah. I'll be back. I'm stoked. I'm stoked to see what he does with that studio, man. Yeah. I feel like that could be a premier studio in town, too. I'm excited oh, yeah. about it because they got all the gear now. Have you been over there recently, dude? They got two tape machines and everything now. I've seen the tape machines. He's he's set, He's been telling me I need to come in. I mean, he calls yeah. me like me and Jeff actually FaceTime like almost every day. Really? Just like catch up. Especially it really started during quarantine because uh -huh. like, I don't know. BFF shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Love it, man. Weren't you guys living together for a while? No, we never lived together. Interesting. That's hilarious, so, man. Yeah, well, your single sounds great, man. What what made you want to do that? Dude, were you just like, I'm writing songs, I want to get them out? Or were you like, oh, I want to play shows solo? Or how, how? what are you thinking here? It sounds great, man. I love it. I don't think I wanted to play shows solo. And I don't know if I'll, I see myself doing that for a while. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I'm playing a little festival with Jeffrey, so I'll, I'll play it then. But... Um, I don't know. I just, I wrote songs and, uh, I had a few people in the past couple of months who just, you know, who influenced me and were like, you know, you should record a song. Yeah. And, uh, I kind of just was like, I was passionate about something and then I was like, I need to record it now. And uh -huh. then just didn't even think about it. And I sent it to Tommy and I was like, Hey Tommy, what do you think about this? He's like, come in. And then I was like, okay, let's record it as soon as we can because it was really fresh on my mind and then recorded the song and that was about it. Really? Yeah. That's awesome, man. It came out really great. The acoustic guitar sounds good on it. Is, is there a tambourine on there or is it a sample? What is it? It's a tambourine, yeah. Nice. Sounds good. Sounds very crisp. 
So, like there's some sort of like I couldn't figure out what it was. Is it like a synth sound or something or like a uh do 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 yeah yeah it's a synth sound. Is it okay? I wondered if it was like a some sort of uh I don't know flute or something for a second. I don't know, but it sounds great, man. Thanks. It's it's like kind of like a like a feel good song. It feels good when I listen to it. Yeah. Very like lean back, like just hanging out kind of thing. Thanks. Good sound on acoustic guitar. I didn't even know you played acoustic guitar or sing until it came out. Or Jeff was telling me about it. And I was like, I didn't know he sings. Yeah, that I mean, I started playing guitar when I was really i played it in high school a little bit but then i started playing it more when i quit drums for that period and then because mm-hmm. acoustics real quiet and yeah finger style so yeah. I, I got better at finger picking uh but yeah you know it's i i play drums that's my passion and yeah that's how i make my living but for me guitar i can if i want to say something i feel like you know write lyrics or something I, I do that more with guitar and i think that's something i get out of it too and there's also melodies uh-huh. whereas with drums i don't want to just like and start singing like i don't know don henley <laughs> yeah yeah well it sounds great man i'm glad i hope you put some more stuff out i mean if you're writing them you might as well yeah i'm a big fan of just like i know it, like people love to write songs and a lot of people hold on to them forever you know like just put them out you know what i mean it's, it's 2021 you can Record whatever and drop it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we live in a much. great time, so that's fantastic. Yeah, you could, you could. Uh, I, I tell my friends because they're like, "How do you put a song out on Spotify?" I'm like, "Well, you could literally get a voice memo and then <laughs> burp into it. Yes, and twice. then burp into it twice, uh-huh, and once. then <laughs> and then just upload it through uh, DistroKid, Distro yeah. and then Boom. bam, you're Boom. on Spotify. That's it, man. That's crazy. Everybody <laughs> thinks it's, it's really hard, or people that don't do it, you know? Yeah. Like, Damn, that's crazy, bro. You're on Spotify. Like, you could be too. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy. <laughs> it's very cool, man. It's a good time to live in, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you have any plans for any other singles? Mm. Maybe. Not the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not a singer-song. Like, yeah. Well, yes, you are. Come on now. Grow I mean, baby. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not like, uh, that's that's like a side thing for yeah. me, you know, something. It's like a pleasure project. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe one day I'll go on tour playing guitar. That would be weird. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I'd have to have drums with me. I'd have to play some drums at the show, but uh, especially to not get rusty. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's just like. Uh, any any plans like singing on Orange Constant stuff? You know what I mean? Like any background vocals or anything? You know, not I mean? at the moment. You should, man. That'd be cool. Everybody would sing then, right? Doesn't everybody else sing? Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, get a little background vocals in there. Get one of them little mics that swing around in front of you. You know what I'm talking about? That would How do those be works. Have you ever used one of those? Mm-mm. I've seen them. I've sat on people's kits and really? played shows, and I'm like, here's this. Interesting. I see it. Like, I watch, like, the police videos, and, like, Stuart's always, like, it swings out. I think his roadie does it back then, but still yeah. pretty cool, yeah. Do you have any favorite drummers, per se, uh, at the moment or overall? Yeah. I would say right now, uh, I really like Dave Weckl, Tony Royster, Eric Moore, uh, Thomas Pridgen, what was uh, that second one you said? Sorry, I want to look into him. Did I say Tony Royster? So how do you spell that last name? R O Y S T E R. And, and he's uh, a junior too. Are these guys like all do they play with certain bands I should look up? Like I'm 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 not really aware. Tony Royster of plays with uh he's played with Jay Z, Mac oh. he played with Mac Miller before he died. Uh Katy Perry. It's uh, like a session drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kinda you you've done some session work yourself, haven't you? Uh huh. How does that work? Like people reach out to you, say, "Hey, I need some gnarly drums. Uh, pull up." Yeah, and then they send me a song. And How do you like that? I bet that's fun for you. It's it is a lot of fun. Yeah, I like I like work or yeah. session work. <laughs> I mean, it's a way to make money with your music. That's like priceless. You know what I mean? That's great. Yeah. Um. Very cool. Um. How how much does that keep you relatively busy, or does it mainly touring keeps you busy? Between was... lessons, uh, session work, and the band, how busy do you stay with it? I would say mainly the busyness comes from the band and then lessons and then uh, playing with other people when I'm not playing shows with the band. Interesting. So, uh, you, so you've always got a project working, true or false? True. Interesting. I like yeah. that. I like people like that. you got to have something or you, you go crazy, right? Especially this year. This year I've really been grinding and uh, doing a lot more uh, drumming. Mm-hmm. Like for for work, I mean, you know. I've seen you on TikTok. You've been like doing like all crazy rhythms and shit. It seems like you're always working on something. Like it's never the same. Oh yeah, I you, respect the TikTok game, bro. How do you like it? Uh, TikTok, 
I need to be more into it. <laughs> I haven't been on it lately. I'm yeah. not going to lie. But, but you were on a streak there for a minute. It was like a video a day, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, or, video every other day or so. Yeah, that's um, good stuff. Yeah. I like the SpongeBob one, I think. Was there a SpongeBob one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was, well, my friend uh, Junior Gomez, uh, a good buddy of mine, he's a videographer. Mm-hmm. And he used to just hit me up and he'd be like, yeah, you need to make a video, dude. Like, you need to start yeah. doing this. And then he's like, let's do it. Like, let me film you. And then I'd be like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe next month. Mm. And then he's like, okay, bet, next month. And then next month comes around. He's like, yo, so we're doing this video this weekend, right? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then so we did a, um, like, he, he kind of, it wasn't completely like that, but he was pretty persistent on me doing mm. a video. And then we did one, and I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, people seem to really like this. And then we did a couple more together. And uh, I don't know. I guess I just, at that point, I was like, okay, film yourself and it, it not only does it make you uh get get more people to notice you but it also makes you a better player because you film yourself and you're like oh i'm doing this right here and i'm doing that yeah. you know you notice everything just like football players you know they watch yeah. their videotapes the after yeah. yeah that's the best way to learn man i like to film all the shows and everything it's like you just don't notice things until you watch them back you know exactly what I mean? yeah like it felt amazing in the moment you're like wow i butchered that you know <laughs> stuff yep. like that yeah which is cool man i think the videos look really great it's cool that you live with a videographer that's a good help isn't it yeah or do you still live with him uh yeah awesome man the, the videos look great he's like always panning around and uh, I can tell you, um, as you started to go and you started to like really take it more seriously, it seemed like like you were doing you're doing a good job with it. You need to get back on it now. I'm gonna be on your ass. I need some videos. Dude, I did one last week and then this week I've honestly I've been pretty dang busy every yeah. day, but I'm gonna get back to it Sunday. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing it. I, I just got a link. I've I I didn't have a DSLR for a little bit and uh-huh. I just got a my iPhone camera is crap, so I just got a <laughs> I just got a DSLR about two weeks ago. So really stepping yeah. the game up. Yeah, I was borrowing someone's DSLR for a little while, so I was making yeah. a lot of videos. So now I've got a new DSLR, and I'm like, all right, let's let's do this. <laughs> so and it's good like advertising for your whole like your session work or whatnot. Do you have a website? Like, do you, are you like actively I'm, trying to get session work, or does it do that? Yes, just come I, to I'm you? I'm planning on building a website, but I'm always actively looking for work. Uh, but because I'm I'm working on a brand name and it's groveman drums mm-hmm. just like my songwriter name groveman. I yeah like it. yeah i was at guitar center today i actually told him i'd do it i'd give him a shout out because i thought yeah. it was kind of funny uh he was like he's like do you is your last name Grooveman?" and i was like no <laughs> and he was like dude well you need to go by Grooveman if you're a drummer <laughs> like sam Grooveman." and i was like yes but my only problem with Grooveman is and the one thing that is appealing to Groveman, Groveman is it's it's not uh, it's not like a great name or anything. Yes, it is. But Come like I'm, I mean, it's not like you know, like Grooveman sounds cool. It does sound cool. The the thing about it is is that there's not many Grovemans. Yeah. So if you type in Groveman, my song is what's gonna pop up. You True. know, my drumming is gonna pop up. If you type in Grooveman. <laughs> It might take a little while. Yeah, you might have to scroll around a bit. Exactly. So that was my <laughs> that was the big appeal to Groveman. He literally said that you need to go by Groveman. Yeah. Your last name is Groveman. <laughs> he straight up said, nah, man, forget your name. You got to yeah. go by this. Why? Well, I, I didn't want to go by Groveman for a little bit. And then. Really? It's, no, it's cool. Oh, I don't mean like as a person, like like as my last name, but like as an artist. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because um, I was looking for different names. And then I sent my friend Vicent. I was like, yeah, what do you think about these names? She's like, you should just go by Groveman. I was like, I'll think about it. Mm. And then I'm recording with uh, Tommy, and he's like, Groveman it is. And I'm like, Groveman? He's like, yeah, you should go by Groveman. I was like, okay, maybe. I'm going to think about it a little bit more. And then I'm I'm at work, and I'm talking to my coworker, and she's like, Right, I'm telling her. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, I'm still trying to come up with the name. She's like, you should go by Groveman. I was like, all right, <laughs> here's just, your sign. Yeah, I was like, I'll just do it. <laughs> Perfect, and man. Then, Worked yeah. out nicely. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. It's different. I think it's it's more exciting than uh like just doing your name like you're like just Sam Groveman. Like you know, I'm Jameson Tang. That's boring, you know. But like you know what I mean. Like Groveman at least it's different than like your name brand. You know what I'm mean? you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's a separate entity. I don't know, man. I like Jameson Tank. I think it's, cool. uh, it's, it's okay. <laughs> we like never like our own names. <laughs> yeah, true. We're too picky. But yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, Where, let's see, how are we doing on time? We got a few more minutes. Sweet. How does Big Chungus come to be? I think this is really cool. I saw you guys at the 40 Walk. Um, 
it was kind of a combination of John wanting to do it, and because uh, I ran into him, ran into him at some jams a couple times, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember I was practicing a lot of funk, and I was like, I want to get better at playing funk and jazz, and I remember I had this one teacher who was like, best way to get better at, at it is just play the songs live, and I was like, okay, true. So then. I told John and Kelly, I was like, we should start a band. Yeah. And I thought it would be really cool if like we dressed up for every show. <laughs> and you do, right? Yeah, we dress up for John, every show. They're like, always wearing dresses. <laughs> yeah, and I, I wear some like random outfit put together that my brother like my brother used to just send me random outfits. Yeah. And like he'd be like, Yeah, this is a weird outfit I used to wear at parties. Here you and go. a cart. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like have a combination of clothes he's given me. Uh, for that and it looks pretty wacky interesting that's cool man i think chungus is cool i I look forward to um i was talking to john and kelly i was like man we need to dust this back off i want to see a chungus show bro yeah we've been talking about it you should man it's kind of cool that like um it's you guys side project so like and there's only you guys have only released a few like uh live things so it's like either you saw it or you didn't you know what i mean like it's like you were there or you missed it kind of thing but i look forward to seeing it again um another thing i want to talk about before you go um as for going on the road I, I don't think a lot of people really understand how much work it actually is you know like it just seems like oh you're not working you're just playing shows you know what i mean can you kind of explain like some maybe the downsides of touring or the upsides or your favorite things least favorite things that kind of stuff i think my least favorite thing is also something i enjoy about it is just <laughs> the it's it's not very predictable like mm-hmm. what is going to happen you know like it's very hard to schedule your life, you know, when you're touring, like you, you can't be like, okay, I will fall asleep at 1am and I will wake up <laughs> at 9am and, and at 930 I will do this and yeah. I will stretch and exercise. It's like all that just flies out the window. <laughs> like you have no idea half the time, what time you're going to bed, yeah. what time you're going to leave, you know, uh, Sometimes we'll say, let's wake up at this time, we'll leave. But uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's just very unpredictable, which I also like about it. It's it's kind of an adventure in that way. That's cool. Um, but it is hard when you're like, y- you all rely on each other. You're all each other's bosses, but you're also each other's friends. So you have to tell your your buddy, hey, what are you doing right here? Like, you know. <laughs> Got to uh, buckle down on them. Exactly. Interesting. That's cool. I bet you guys have gotten a lot tighter through that experience, though. Yeah, for sure. You guys have a van, don't you? We have a bus. Oh, that's so sick, man. That's yeah. so sick. Got beds in there? Yep. Oh, man, I'm so jealous. That's awesome. We're about to add a fourth bed, what? and we have a hammock, too. Do you guys get hotels, or you just sleep in there every night? Uh, We don't get hotels that often. We have stayed at hotels, but we try and avoid hotels. Uh, we, I slept on it Friday, and, and it Friday. Uh-huh. I was just so exhausted. And we pulled up to Atlanta, and I was like, well, I'm about 35 minutes from my place. Yeah. But I literally just laid there. I was like, I'm just sleeping in, in here. I don't <laughs> he care. Just stayed. Yeah, I was too tired, man. Oh, I love it, man. S- slept slept in my jeans and Converse. <laughs> I didn't even take the shoes nah. off, man. Mad respect to that tour in life. Yeah. Um, that's awesome, man. <laughs> I didn't even go 35 minutes home. I respect it. No. Nah. I respect it. It's hard work, man, isn't it? I haven't, I haven't actually toured yet, but I imagine, like, Playing three shows in three days has got to be tough, right? Or whatever you guys are doing, you know? If you want to, let's, I'm just going to make this even sadder. <laughs> we were at Tyler's house and he had a couch in his house. And I was parked on the street and I was like, uh-huh. I'm not even going to walk in. Not his even going to walk inside? I was like, I'm just going to lay here. Yeah. I, the bus <laughs> is pretty comfy though, man. Wow, I was, I was, it must be, man. I was good. Yeah. <laughs> Psychopath behavior. <laughs> couch is right inside. You wouldn't go. <laughs> you crazy guy, man. Oh shit! Do you have any closing notes for the people? We've ran out of time almost, but um, anything you want to promote? Any any yes, yeah, yeah, sure. Check out my band, The Orange Constant. Um, also, also check out Aspen Ananda. Oh yes, definitely. Um, What's your Instagram handle? My Instagram is Sam under slash Groveman. And if you're interested in drum lessons, or you know, you need a drummer for a show or studio work. Hit me up. I've got plenty of videos on there for you to check out. Yes. The TikTok. What's your TikTok handle? Um, If I had to guess. Sam Grooveman. Is it Sam? <laughs> Sam I think it's Sam Grooveman Drums. Is it? Yeah. I love it, I'm man. also on Facebook and YouTube, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to have to give you a follow on there, man, on the YouTube. I'm on there, too. I like YouTube. Yeah. YouTube's fun for drum stuff and like just 
video wormholes. You know what I mean? I use YouTube the most out of any yeah. website. I think so too. I think so. I spend the most time on there. It's kind of embarrassing, bro. How deep it can go so quick. You yes. Know what I mean, yeah. Like just never ending great videos. Yeah. But yes, anyways, dude, thank you for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thanks for having me. Dude, it was great. You should come back sometime. Oh, I'm so down. I've talked to Jeff, Kelly, and John about doing an episode with you four on there. Oh, yeah. Because I mentioned it to Jeff. He was like, yes, get Sam in here too. I was like, bet. Kelly actually told me that last night. He mentioned it? Really? What did he say? He was like, uh, I just told him, I was like, dude, that's sick that you're on uh, Jameson's podcast. I'm going to be on there uh, tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, he was talking about me, you, and... uh, Jeff being on there. Yes. I guess Cherry too. Yes. I want to make that happen. I feel like that'd be a fun collab because you guys all have a little history, you know. We could talk about Athens and whatnot. Yeah. It'd be fun. And music. I'm so down. Anyways, thank you for coming on, man. It was an absolute pleasure today. Thank you guys all for listening in. If you made it this far, I really appreciate it. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Thanks for streaming us. Check us out on YouTube. Instagram handle is Jameson underscore OTR. Uh, Facebook, Jameson on the Rocks. Subscribe on YouTube. All that good stuff. Thank you guys for watching. Bye. Give them a little wave. Thumbnail. Bye-bye. Even if you